I think it's some kind of experiment. An experiment? Welcome to Condensed Truth, the Essential X-Files podcast. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm Laura. And this week we are talking season four, episode 21, zero sum. I paused. I wrote 23 in my notes, but I was like, no, it's 21. It's 21. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my, why do I keep doing that? (laughs) This episode aired April 27th, 1997. It was written by Howard Gordon and Frank Spotnitz. And directed by Kim Manners. And I didn't realize this until like five minutes ago when I was reading some of my books that I read on the Internet Archive. Shout out to the Internet Archive. Um, This is Howard Gordon's last X-Files episode. Oh, really? Yeah, we're losing yet another season one, like, tone setter. Yeah. Uh, I looked looked at his uh, IMDb, and after this, he worked on Buffy. As like a consulting producer, and uh, he also worked on. He, well, I know he did twenty four, but I thought there was something else kind of closer to mm-hmm. the X Files that he did. But anyway, shout out to him. I'm gonna miss him. And what a way to go! Yeah. You know, this is a good episode to end on. I feel. Uh, but the reason Scully is not in this episode at all is because Jillian needed a week to film her movie. Okay. <laughs> I knew she wasn't in it for a reason. Yeah. For Mulder, they were like, well, we don't want to make David to company work extra hard while she's gone, which like, you know, he was just complaining. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, yes, that's them trying to placate their star. I can, t- I can, t- I can sense that a mile. Away. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So that's why he's not in it that much either. But yeah. he is in it a lot. I like they said he they were giving him light work, but I was like, he's in it kind of a lot. I mean, I feel like he's barely in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I was just thinking like two scenes, but <laughs> Yeah. He's in like the back half and that's kind of about it. Yeah. But the plot of this episode. Oh, did did I mention that the movie she was filming is called The Mighty? Mm-mm. Okay, well, that's what it's called. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, it. They also mentioned it was Sharon Stone. I'm like, I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't know who Sharon Stone is. I don't either, and I'm pretty sure I've seen at least one Sharon Stone movie. <laughs> or part of one, maybe. But I still don't know <laughs> who she is. Yeah, they'll mention her, and I'm like, I just keep thinking of like... Uh, Sharon Osbourne, and I keep getting them <laughs> confused, and I'm sure that's very funny to anyone that knows who uh, Sharon Stone is, I bet they're not similar at all. But <laughs> I, Yeah, I don't think so. So the plot of this episode is, remember when Skinner made that deal with Cigarette Soaky Man to help save Scully's life? Well, now he has to pay for it. So that's what he's doing, and he is covering up a crime that the syndicate committed by taking care of some bees. And then Mulder gets onto him. So Mulder is investigating Skinner without realizing he's investigating Skinner. And Skinner mm-hmm. has to avoid getting caught or implicated in the crime he is actually doing to save right. Scully's life. So that's how the episode goes. So we open 
on a package routing center <laughs> in in Desmond, Virginia. And you know what's so funny to me is later the one who doesn't die, the postal worker that doesn't die, says she was my best friend. But in this scene, they seem like bare like your only coworker you can have you have friends with, right? Right. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> it was like y'all did not seem like friends. Like, is it like one of those situations where like after someone dies, you think better of them than whenever they were alive? Because I kind of get that feeling from their interaction. Yeah, I was like, did they just not tell the actors, like, hey, by the way, y'all are supposed to be best friends? Because there's a way to to get on your best friend's case that doesn't sound like that. Right. It would be more jokey and also, like, earnestly, like, maybe you should stop smoking. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but in very X-Files fashion, this, one, this worker who just wants 15 minutes to herself to read a magazine and smoke a cig. Uh, is killed for trying to chill at work. Mm-hmm. It's it's true that Vapey would have saved her because she would have just like, you know, just a couple taken, pools yeah. and then got back to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of also wild because she doesn't smoke that much of a cigarette unless this is like her second cigarette of this break that she's on, which I could also see. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't notice the bees until she's about to leave. And it's just like, how that's one thing <laughs> there's so many <laughs> that i thought was so funny about this episode is that like in all of the like there's a bunch of bee scenes or whatever like the buzzing noise is very quiet it's like no that would be really loud like yes. you would know yeah. that they were there like there's no way she didn't know that they were there the syndicate genetically modified them so they they're don't quiet the bees. It's also yes, really funny exactly. to me that they're honeybees and not like a different kind of bee because like honeybees are so docile. <laughs> well, you know, you know how the X-Files writers go. I know. <laughs> There's some really nice shots in this though, like with the bees coming out of the sink overflow holes. I love mm-hmm. that. That was super cool. And her friend goes to check on her later and realizes she dies and she's like covered in like welts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be in a cold open of the X Files, that's that's kind of how you're gonna go out. Yeah, <laughs> get stung by bees. <laughs> but another added wrinkle is that Skinner is suddenly he's accessing the case files of this worker who died and deleting the pictures. And you could tell he's not in his office because his mm-hmm. office doesn't look like that, and like it does look a lot like the X the FBI basement office. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's not a real surprise when he goes to leave and like the light from the door shines that it's like Fox Mulder's nameplate. Mm-hmm. But it is a great shot. <laughs> yeah. It's a good shot, but you can also tell beforehand because of all of the stuff that's up behind him. That's like being yes. illuminated all, by the all, computer all light. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he does break into his emails to delete Mulder's emails. So that's kind of rude of him. I get what he's doing, but yeah. It's just like now it's like, of course, your work slash boss monitors your emails, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And also now it'd be like, you have to like go to the server to like <laughs> delete it from the cloud, cloud, delete it from the cloud storage or something. Right, <laughs> like, right. And then we have the credits. And we have Skinner continuing his quest to tamper with evidence. Mm-hmm. And he he takes his phone off his hook 
so no one can reach him. And I was like, wow, what a throwback. Yeah. Like, <laughs> trying, to ex- get, trying to explain, like, the concept of taking a phone. It also feels so weird, because I don't even feel that old, and I'm just like, wait, like, I know, like, what taking the phone off the hook means, and there are people younger than me that absolutely don't. Right. <laughs> it's pretty very crazy. spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this is, I'll just go ahead and say this now. It's a very 90s episode. It is. <laughs> Loved it. It was so fun. But he is b- following up on the postal worker. He goes to the bathroom. And suddenly he's like doing this very deep cleaning to get rid of any evidence. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's really working like a champ. But he does spot some honey at the top of the wall near the ceiling. So it's like. He doesn't exactly know what he's covering up, but he he's getting some clues. Right. It's so crazy to me that they hadn't processed that like crime scene yet. Like, yeah, the cigarette was still on the floor. That's weird <laughs> to me. But they took the body out. Yeah. And then because they just assumed that she was killed. But I guess they wouldn't have known she was stung by bees. Right. So they just thought she died of something mysterious. I don't know. It's just like so weird to me that like that like there had to have been a call that was like, hey, don't process this crime scene yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's just like a weird thing to do. Yeah, that would also make sense seeing as the friend when mm-hmm. Skinner goes to talk to her later is like they told me I would they would fire me if they told anyone. So right. there was some level of cover up there. Yeah, for sure. Continuing his committing crime night. He goes to the morgue to take the body, barely avoids getting caught by the attendant. <laughs> I know. Carries his body all the way to a fat or drives it, but takes his body all the way to a factory. And when he opens the furnace door, that's like the exact noise of never again that da da. Yeah. It's the same. I was like, <laughs> okay, I see you, Mark Snow. <laughs> I would say that, like, okay, he barely avoids like getting caught by the morgue worker right but he's still better at sneaking around than both Mulder and scully <laughs> yeah why are they out in the field when he's bringing right. his gay game? like he's actually doing like a really like professional job here mm-hmm. he's he's so methodical about cleaning you mm-hmm. know getting rid of all the evidence and he goes to the police gives him Mulder's name so He's just like, well, I'll just implicate Mulder. It's fine. Right. <laughs> like, nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Here he switches the blood vial with another blood vial. Very nice sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. And then gets to leave. He's like, job's done. But unfortunately, the detective is like working at 3 a.m., which is, I guess that sort of makes sense, mm-hmm. but also kind of weird. No, it's weird. It's also weird that he would like run out to try to like talk to him too because it's like i don't know i feel like detectives wouldn't really care about this case at all yeah i guess he was just so excited to hand it off on someone else like this is so confusing i don't know what's happening can Probably. you please Walder, please take the case <laughs> <laughs> but um all the astro vans in the parking lot too and like the police logo i'm like oh my god this mm-hmm. is so 90s yeah yeah <laughs> And he's like, okay, well, you're going to take the case. He's talking to Skinner because he thinks Skinner is Mulder. Mm -hmm. And Skinner's like, no, there's nothing here. It's fine. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But we do get the reveal that Skinner is being watched by that cigarette smoking man, Lackey, that keeps showing up. Mm -hmm. 
And so we start to realize like, oh, like he's involved with them. And if you're, if you remember the Memento Mori deal, which that was like five episodes, six episodes ago, 14, 21. Seven episodes yeah, ago? Yeah, so it's seven, seven, yes. Yeah. I'm good at math. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I imagine like trying to live my life and like trying to remember something that happened on episode seven weeks ago would be kind of hard, but right, it's easy to pick up eventually. But mm-hmm. yes, he made that deal with Cigarette Smoking Man. So then Skinner finally gets home after all of his crimes that he committed. He is throwing away all his clothes because he, like Mulder, you would not get this meticulous detail if Mulder was covering up a crime for no, you, right? Mulder like, is like so... He would not throw away his own clothes. Right. He's like so bad at paying attention to detail. <laughs> That's why it's yes, like... Yes, he, he has no stealth. Skinner's like way better at than Mulder at this. It's kind of funny. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this is where he has this nice sweater and slacks combo. Yeah, it's such a good look, this green sweater. I love this. Yeah. Yes. He has such good fits because earlier I think I thought it was the slacks, but earlier it was that nice, like, thick turtleneck like, yeah, jacket. Yeah, like, like gray like black turtleneck. Cap. Yeah. <laughs> Still like, a good oh, look. Let's go. Yeah. And then Mulder comes by and he's like, hey, like, something's being covered up. Like, do you want to help me with this? <laughs> it's like, where's Scully? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After trying to having to spend like ten seconds with Mulder, where's Scully? Can you right. go find her? Yeah. <laughs> but we find out Scully is in the hospital because some of her tests came back not looking great. Very fun. Yeah, and it does. It does like it makes like her boys Mulder and Skinner like physically ill that she's sick. Like they're very distraught about it. Yeah, they are literally, like, not having a good time. Yeah, like, Mulder's, like, barely soldiering on, and, like, Cedar's, <laughs> like, actively committing, like, a felony. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Mulder does tell Skinner that the detective he talked to did get murdered, which was a shock to Skinner. I don't think mm-hmm. it should be a shock, but <laughs> I guess these X-Files characters, like, can't... That's the one thing Mulder has over the rest of them. He has picked up this, like, they're corrupt and nothing will hold them back from doing things. Mm-hmm. So he's like barely surprised. Like he's shocked. Like he's like outraged. He's not mm-hmm. shocked. But everybody else is like, why would you kill an, in- an officer of the law? And it's like, <laughs> these people why like brought they? Nazis <laughs> to the U.S. Like there is no bottom. Like there, yeah. <laughs> there's no limit to their depravity. I don't understand why y'all don't get like Skinner, Scully get on the same page as me and Mulder. <laughs> right. It's also like this is we know the score. Very minor for the syndicate. Like, why wouldn't yes. they kill this cop? Like, of They're course like, they would who kill cares? him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Skinner gets like huffy and outrageously mad. And so he goes to the parking lot because he knows cigarette smoking man's gonna be there. So he goes to confront him and it's that car speed up to him and stops at the last second, but Skinner doesn't flinch at all. It just like angrily puts his hands on the hood. It's like, oh my God, go off, King. <laughs> Loving this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he confronts Sigurd Soki Man about the detective's death. And CSM is like so unfazed. And he's like, you should really think twice before you call off this deal, Skinner. Mm-hmm. Hmm? 
And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> Big mistake. Again, how do you not know the score, Skinner? Like, right. How did you not realize the depth at which what you were doing was actually going to impact you? Right. <laughs> or like the depths they'd even go to if you tried to back out. So Skinner's at home just trying to get a few Z's in. He's rudely interrupted because Mulder calls him with an update. <laughs> and Mulder's, it's, it's just such a funny dynamic to have Mulder updating Skinner about how close he's getting to figuring out Skinner is the <laughs> setting I know. And, and every like, time Skinner's like, mm-hmm. Skinner needs like a Xanax this whole episode. He is just like so anxious. Yes, yes. It's kind of hilarious for like Skinner to actually be a little like scared of Mulder right now. Yeah. Because he's like never scared of Mulder, right? But yeah, it's just so funny. Yeah. Like the one thing he respects about Mulder is like he's good at investigating stuff. So mm -hmm. he's like, no, like he's a loser and bad at a lot of other things. He will find me. <laughs> but Mulder tells him, busted on replacing the blood because she had anemia so when the blood sample didn't have the anemia it was their first tip off that someone had switched the blood right and <laughs> skinner's just like absolutely like mouthy like <laughs> a yell and being like okay <laughs> he's really trying to hold it in and act normal <laughs> yeah yeah but for all his faults Mulder is going to figure this out <laughs> right and then Mulder does tell him that the blood news is bad, and then worse, Mulder tells him that they've figured out which gun the killer used, and Skinner very quickly realizes his gun is the same model, and it is not in his drawer, of and course. the drawer has been fussed open. Of course, and it's like Skinner again. What did you think was going to happen? Right, <laughs> like of course they used your gun. Like yes, they're going to. You do think this is his first rodeo? Right, Skinner. He's killed presidents. <laughs> You're dealing with the man who killed JFK. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Skinner angrily calls Cigarette Smoking Man. And Cigarette Smoking Man very overtly threatens Skinner. <laughs> and he is just toying with him. And like that very the very fun way that makes Cigarette Smoking Man such a compelling villain is mm -hmm. the way he just like brazenly will just toy with like the people he's manipulating or the people that are trying to figure him out yeah he's an asshole he doesn't care yeah yeah but sometimes it's annoying and sometimes it's really fun and it's really fun in this episode i think him and mitch pelegi work really well together yeah i think mitch pelegi's doing a really good job in this episode of trying to like it's just a Skinner we haven't seen before. It's a Skinner who's nervous and anxious and kind of, I mean, you know, he's doing shady shit and that's not really what he likes to do. And he's mm -hmm. usually like, you know, standing on the side of the law and Mulder's yeah. usually the one that's just like, I don't care about rules. Um, yeah. So I think Mitch Pelagi does a good job of showing that conflict, like not only the internal conflict of him having to do that, but also like, kind of really kind of funny this conflict between him and Mulder this dramatic irony we've got going on yeah yeah exactly exactly mm -hmm. he's always like the the moral st stalwart right 
and now he's not. But the thing that really gets Skinner pissed is that he's doing all this for Scully, and Scully's cancer might have metastasized. So he's just right. like, like CSM, you're not even holding up your side of the bargain. And right. he's like, well, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. No, no threat to her life currently. <laughs> I brought her back before, haven't I? And it's like, I don't think that's the good gamut. Like, that's no. so awful. Yeah. <laughs> so this scanner kind of does like the next thing that he can do, which is like investigate the crime himself. Mm-hmm. They investigate the crime that he's covering up. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, the honey leads to the bee combs in the wall. Which he comes in the wall, leads to the entomologist. Just so funny to me, the honey. He's like, give me a hammer. And he just starts like <laughs> whacking away at this wall. like kind With of, like, the back. Yeah, with the back, which is kind of funny, but also like kind of therapeutic. Like he's so frustrated. But, <laughs> but also it just like doesn't make any sense to me why there's that much comb in the wall. <laughs> I have no clue. It's just so weird to me. How long How long was that package? I can't remember if they ever said it was for, like there yeah. for a week. Was it there for like a week or? How, yeah, because if it was like, I don't how know. How long does it take for bees to make honeycombs? Like, and to make, make it make sense. That much honeycomb? <laughs> I just, and like, I feel like people would have noticed bees around the, like around the warehouse, like right. a lot sooner. I don't know. There's definitely some plot holes with the bees, which is hilarious, but. Um, yeah, yeah, just like him finding the honeycomb in the wall is just like really <laughs> funny to me. Yeah. So he takes it to an entomologist, he finds larva. Mm-hmm. Bad news for the entomologist because obviously mm-hmm. these are killer bees. And the entomologist happens to mention is that related to this other case? What other case? The one Fox Mulders brought me six months ago. And so Skinner's like, oh, Mulder's already been looking into the bees. Let me just, like, raid his files. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. like, I like how Skinner brings this to the entomologist and says, like, I'm not taking this to the FBI because I need discretion. And then the guy is like, hey, what about that other case I have wor- <laughs> I've absolutely been working for on the X-Files? <laughs> like, what, Let me dude? Like, you just asked for dis- discretion. How discretionary I can be by being not discretionary <laughs> at all. <laughs> Let me just narc on Mulder. He's he's that one friend that you never tell secrets to because you know they're not going to keep it and like in a couple days everyone's going to know your shit, you know? Yes. Exactly. And this is point Skinner to the pictures from uh like uh Tali Takumi slash Heronvoke. So that's kind of a nice, like, bringing in former sh- strands of the mythology and, like, okay, so, like, y'all are trying. Like, and I think this is a pretty good mythology episode, but it is nice to be, like, okay, y'all have read your own, like, wikis. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is been yeah. keeping score here. Yeah. This does bring him to Marita Covarrubias. I love mm-hmm. seeing her. She's so fun. Yeah. We, we of course, love Lori Holden. We do. And so while, <laughs> while Skinner has the Rolodex out trying to copy Marita Covarrubias' info, Mulder walks in. <laughs> of course. like, what are you doing, sir? I was just leaving you a note. <laughs> and it's, it's nice that Skinner's, like, bad at lying. He's like, so bad at lying. I feel like that tracks. So, like, yeah. Mulder is suspicious at this point, but he has no hard evidence other mm-hmm. than, like, Skinner being weird. But that could be a million things. Mm-hmm. 
And so he's like, hey, look, I got some like grainy security footage from a bank of like the guy who's pretending to be me talking to the detective. And Skinner's like, uh, you, you can't ID this guy, right? Are you going to try to ID this guy? <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm going to go work on it. And he's like, okay, just let me know what you find. <laughs> I know. It's so funny when he's like, uh, you can't get anything usable out of that picture, right? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Just curious. Like, just, you know, because it's, yeah, just, it's just curious. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally normal. <laughs> exactly. There's just something like so funny about this episode because of that. Like mm-hmm. it's just yeah. <laughs> uh, Marita and Skinner have a quick phone call, and Skinner kind of offers the evidence Marita couldn't find in the first one. No evidence of the bees or the bee hubs- husbandry. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, "I might have the evidence. I'll let you know." Right. It's, it's kind of nice when like other side characters hang out with other side characters. Yeah. Like, woo, yes, let's go. The entomologist dies, unsurprisingly. <laughs> bees somehow get out. I have no clue how they got out. Another death by bee, which is like <laughs> kind of hilarious. I'm not going to lie. The, <laughs> the way that these people are dying of bees is, is pretty funny. Was, was the whole like Africanized honeybees, was that like late two, 90s, early 2000s? I remember as a kid, I felt like there was a lot of talk about like killer, the killer bees. bees. I guess there still is now. Right. I don't, I don't know, actually. I don't know when that okay. started, when they started becoming like an invasive species in North America. But yeah. I feel like there's lots of bee talk. There's so much bee talk. They're very important to us. They're pollinators. They help us survive. Mm-hmm. But also they can kill. <laughs> <laughs> and they do frequently. In the well, X-Files. Not in, life. in the X-Files. <laughs> These are killer, killer bees. <laughs> killer honeybees. Yes. And not killing you with, ant, like, shot, like, well, how do bees normally just swells everything up? So. Is it how bees kill? Yeah. So, like, it's, it's like you having a, an allergic reaction to, like, they, they're, like, slightly, I guess, I guess they're slightly venomous is the right word because venomous and poisonous are, are two different things but like they're they're poison yeah. slash venom or whatever and they're stingers like, i think it's venom because i think venom. poison is if you eat it right so and like venom is if they bite right. you if they it's like an like i'm thinking of like snakes you know like like mm-hmm. so the venom in their little stingers or whatever causes a histamine reaction in your body and so if you're if you aren't normally allergic to bees, you'll be uncomfortable, but you'll be okay. But if you are allergic to bees, it can cause you to go into anaphylactic shock, which is mm-hmm. how people die of bee stings. It's it's really they're dying of anaphylactic shock. Okay. Even if they're not reaction. allergic, it's just a, the volume is going to... Right. I guess if you get stung by too many bees, but I feel yeah. like that would have to be a really high concentration of venom that your body is... That is being put into your body, and I feel like that's almost impossible with European honeybees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the episode, the guy said that, like, the Africanized, like, right. killer bees don't have more, but they just swarm more. Right. So, And I didn't look into it, so I don't know if that's true or not, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> sure. It's, it's definitely plausible. I don't, I don't know enough about bees to dispute it. <laughs> right. Which, like, a plausible scientific fact is um, 
more than we get from the X-Files sometimes whenever they do oh, yeah. do, do something <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Yes. But these bees aren't killing you via that. They they have to take it a step further. They right. are killing you via smallpox. Which, which... make it make sense. No. <laughs> How about no? <laughs> How about just no? So Mulder, you know, shows Skinner the entomologist body he's mm-hmm. like he died of smallpox and skinner's just like uh, wh- what <laughs> skinner's like excuse skinner's me all of us <laughs> yeah and i mean he's just like having a bad day that's just getting worse and worse right yep yep yep, yep. so he continues investigating it he finds out from the postal worker where the package that got intercepted and ended up there was going mm-hmm so he goes there, and he does not save those kids from getting stung by all those bees. Nope. So Skinner is getting taking L after L. Yep. <laughs> yep. So the place they were sending the bees to do their experiment about smallpox was this town in North Carolina. I thought it was in South Carolina. Was it South Carolina? I'm it very South sorry. Carolina. It's okay. <laughs> um... South Carolina, <laughs> and they're playing outside in recess, just all getting stung suddenly, <laughs> just suddenly at so many bees. <laughs> and what what is with this kid? The kid, the glasses, with the glasses kid. He's doing a Velma routine, <laughs> and it's just like I have bad vision, and if I lost my glasses, I can still see enough to run in right. a direction. You know what I mean? I'm like, how? blind are you like what is what is this what's going on here it is just i guess he's a kid it's just really funny this whole playground attack scene it's just really (laughs) funny and then the teacher at the end god because they had to do a lot of cgi with these bees they did and so they're just like flailing at nothing (laughs) it looks so ridiculous and the teacher goes to save the little glasses kid and does get absolutely wrecked by these bees, just rolling yeah. on the ground, covered in bees. Um, Syndicate is out here doing like irreparable harm to children. And it's like, no one cares. Yeah, like Skinner was mad about the police officer. It's like they are killing children right now. Right. <laughs> like there's no bottom. There, <laughs> there's no rock bottom with them. So I've kind of skipped some stuff. Uh, anyway, right before the elementary school scene, there's, you know, Mulder, Mulder finds out it's Skinner via the screenshot, which I still don't, it still was so blurry. I was like, it's only because you're suspicious of them that you right. accept that this is him, because it's like... It's kind of confirmation right bias, here. almost. Yeah, yeah. And then the syndicate have a meeting, and they're ganging mm-hmm. up on cigarettes, from here, which they usually do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it sets up the scene of, like, we're ready for our trial run. Mm-hmm. Their trial run being like killing a bunch of kids in South Carolina mm-hmm. on recess. <laughs> so <laughs> lots, lots happening here. How did the bees know to target these children? I'm just picturing someone just like opening, like ripping open a vanilla folder and just like. Where did they release the bees from? I have so many questions. Yes, so many questions. So many questions. But, like, everything with the syndicate stuff is, like, it feels so much like a 70s film. Like, Skinner is so much of, like, a corrupt cop who's, like, trying to make right. Like, it just feels so old. Like, it's just, (laughs) it feels like a movie you would, like, catch on, like, 
TCM in the <laughs> 90s or something. <laughs> Skinner gets to do his Mulder routine in that he shows up to the ER, tries to tell the doctor to treat these kids for having smallpox, and gets laughed out of the room. <laughs> it's like, it's yes, just, this is this is Mulder's routine. It's just so funny because it's like, it just proves that, like, I don't know, there's something about Mulder's, like, dumb boy, like, Boy Scout earnestness that, like, gets mm-hmm. people to believe his dumb, crazy theories because, like, literally like they, half the time yeah yeah like literally they had just have skinner do it this time and that doctor is just like fuck off <laughs> leave my <laughs> ER. he's like you've got to so be funny. nuts like S- smallpox has like an eight-day incubation period and he's like i don't know what to tell you be stung at them and gave them and smallpox <laughs> i would laugh him out of the room too like that's yeah that's so laughable like yeah. no <laughs> it's like it's so funny to me that just it goes completely differently than if it had been Mulder. Yes. <laughs> well, I do think that Doctor would have dismissed Mulder, but right. like Scully would have been there to like point out some of the like actual evidence right. of like smallpox or something. Right. And like they would have won the doctor over. Like maybe but you're it's right. Like, like Skinner had no shot. <laughs> right. Which, like, it is a mutated strain of smallpox, but, like, I feel like she would bring that up. Like, maybe it's a mutated strain that doesn't have, like, that has a much shorter incubation period time now or mm-hmm. whatever, so it's more virulent. But, yeah, yeah, Skinner doesn't have that kind of backup in his life. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing this entire episode, and it's kind of cute. It doesn't really matter because pretty soon after, the military shows up and Marita mm-hmm. Covarubias is there. So, like, the meeting of the minds of Skinner and Marita... Mm-hmm. And she tells him what she's found is that the bees are being sent to this town, which Skinner knows from the package stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's grilling him because she can tell that because he's not a good liar. She knows <laughs> he knows something and he just keeps like refusing to tell her. Yeah. And he does like eventually tell her some stuff about how he thinks this is an experiment. And I love her an exper- experiment. <laughs> like mm-hmm. her little response to it was just very funny to me. Yeah. She's good in the scene because like. You can't tell how much information she knows, too. Like, you're also a little mm-hmm. suspicious of her. So yeah. So it's, yeah. like, a really good back and forth in this scene. Totally. So Skinner gets home. His gun is back. Just in time for Mulder to barge in. <laughs> having put the pieces together. So he's pointing a gun at him. But for, you know, this is what, like, the, I don't know, fourth or fifth time he's pointed a gun at Skinner. But at least this time, they're at Skinner's place and not Mulder's place. <laughs> It's so funny to me, like, Mulder's, like, like reveals his presence in the room, whatever, and that he's pointing a gun at Skinner, and Skinner just sighs. <laughs> he's he's like, just yeah. like, again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Mulder, what's up? So Mulder's like, you're guilty, you've been guilty, you've been working with him the whole time. It's such a Mulder thing to say. Like, I know. Of course he jumps to that. It makes sense. It does. It is also kind of funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's so Paranoid Mulder vibe. Mm-hmm. Skinner is fighting for his life trying to explain everything. And he's like, yeah. okay, look, I told you not to make a deal, a certain deal, <laughs> and then I did make that deal, and maybe that deal is being worked out right now. Like, mm-hmm. He's like, you killed an innocent man. What's <laughs> it like to kill an innocent man? It's like, first of all, like I do think Mulder has killed at least one person. I was saying- <laughs> 
like, Mulder, you really can't talk. <laughs> so he's like, but he does like Mulder is pretty not gullible, but he he's he's pretty eager to take people at their word. I feel like mm-hmm. so he does eventually, you know, let, hear Skinner out. Right. So they take the gun to test the bullets, and they find out it's a match between the gun that shot the detective. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> and Mulder, Mulder's so, he's so ride or die, because he did file the serial numbers off the gun. <laughs> 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 it's so, he just said, we found it in the storm drain. There's no serial number. Oh, well, we won't know who can- <laughs> the detective. Can't trace it now, and Skinner's just like about to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> he, like Skinner's like being held in like the whole time. He, Mulder's just toyed with him. The guy's like, "Where'd you find that gun?" And he just like stares at Skinner for like thirty seconds. He's like in a sewer grate. <laughs> they have like so much eye contact during this scene. It's like d- y'all need a room. David Duchovny has sexual chemistry with like everyone on the show <laughs> except Bill Davis, which is like for the best. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, everyone else is like, yeah, there's some chemistry here. Like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Skinner gets a good idea from Mulder in that he goes to confront cigarettes by giving me about the gun. <laughs> Man, these men, their their trauma is like them pointing guns at people. <laughs> it's like Scully's in danger. Point Let's speak gun. about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you start talking, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Cigarette smoking man's so badass in this scene. He's so nonplussed. He's like, <laughs> I don't think you have the guts to kill me. I think it's really funny that you just said that you won't be a party to killing a man, and now you're bringing a gun and pointing it at me. That's pretty funny, Skinner, don't you think? And Skinner's uh-huh. just like, cutie. <laughs> <laughs> but he does, like, you know, like, I brought Scully back before, I'll bring her back again. It's mm-hmm. just like... It's it's just so gross that like Scully is your plaything. Like, right? I hate this. This is no. I don't like this cigarette smoking man. I like the one that's just as like annoyed and fun. Right. It's also just like how much of this was even necessary then too. It's like, <laughs> were they always going to let Scully die? Were they always going to not let her die? Because having her right. alive is too important to keep Mulder in check mm-hmm. for the mission or whatever. Like. Was this even necessary, Skinner? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. They don't have the cojones to kill Scully. Mm-hmm. Like, they really the syndicate don't. needs her. Yeah, and also I th- like Cigarette Smoking Man likes her. Like, right. <laughs> but it it is like yeah, <laughs> annoying and gross and yeah, pointlessly not even convoluted but just like pointlessly <laughs> contrived. I guess. Right. I feel like that's kind of the bees in general. <laughs> Pointlessly <laughs> contrived. Yes. So his phone starts ringing, and he's like, "Okay, if you're not going to shoot me, can I go answer my phone?" And Skinner shoots, but like next to his head, which okay. It was so hard to see. So like when I was watching it, I was like, "Wait, did he just shoot cigarette smoking man?" And there's like a long enough like gap of time. Before Cigarette Smoking Man goes to answer the phone, it's just like really hard mm-hmm. to tell, and it's just so dark. Yeah, of a scene, it was just like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, there's on? like a few hard to see bullet holes in the wall, and there's like a 
camera the camera takes forever to like swing around to see okay. cigarette smoking man because it's like kind of following skinner and so it's yeah. like swinging around but yeah okay but who was calling but marita covarubia so she's bad or at least right. working with him to some degree like uh-huh it makes sense but also it's like mm. i mean doesn't she work for the state department so it like totally makes sense she works to for me. the u.n Oh. She reports to like the special secretary general of the UN or whatever the hell. Okay, sure. <sighs> <laughs> I know, right? Like, who even <laughs> puts you in charge? You know what I mean? Like, who, who do you have to get a, who's appointing you? Is this right. like a, yeah. the US president appointing you to this or what? I mean, I, I know more about the story, so I'm not going to elaborate, but I just, I just don't like the beat of her like being in league with the syndicate, right? Mm hmm. Just it's an uninteresting storyline. None of the yeah. other sources have been, and yeah. I like that about it. Yeah. But yes, that is the episode. So we have our segments in Agent Mulder. Shut up, Mulder. Damn it, Mulder, Mulder! We start with our Mulder rating. Uh I'm giving him a seven. He's he's pretty annoying. It's fun, but he's annoying. <laughs> like, leave Skinner yeah. alone. Let him frame you for a crime you didn't commit. It's fine. You're not yeah. going to get charged with anything. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I also gave him a seven because kind of for the same reasons. It's like, he's not really there, but he is kind of annoying, but also like it's kind of more comedic sometimes, mm -hmm. but also, I don't like know. Like a situational comedy where like, right. you're following, you're just. <laughs> but, but it's also kind <laughs> like, of awkward too. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's it a is weird. literally like. Every season one interaction between like Philip and Stan from the Americans. Right. It's like they also like <laughs> couldn't decide how they wanted either one, either like Mitch or David to play either one of their roles. So it just kind of ended up being this like weird shamble of awkward, <laughs> dramatic irony. I don't know. It was fine. Mulder was fine. Yeah. I, I think it was really fun how awkward they were because, like, they have been yeah. working together for a minimum of four years. And right. I do support and like the idea that, like, Mulder just cannot talk to anyone <laughs> other than Scully at work. It's just <laughs> like yeah, he's too doesn't casual work. with Skinner because Skinner is his boss. And Skinner's also not being himself, too. So it's like mm -hmm. Skinner doesn't know what to do whenever he can't just tell Mulder off, like, in his authoritative way that he usually does. Yeah. He's not trying to give too many details away. Right. Because he can't. So, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And then we have... So, uh, this must be the enigmatic Agent Scully. Our sassy Scully moment. Um, <laughs> which, she's not in it. She's not so. in it, so... Scass sassy whoever moment. Yeah, I'm going to give my um, sassiest Skinner moment. Because Skinner really wasn't that sassy a whole lot in this episode, I feel. But his sigh whenever Mulder has a gun on him in his apartment, mm -hmm. hilarious to me. Like, he's like, <laughs> of course, Mulder's pointing a gun at me again. Like, yes, just exactly what he needed. On top of this really shitty day is to Mulder finally have put the pieces together and suspect him. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is going to uh, Marita Covrubius, mm -hmm. and it is her an experiment. <laughs> it's not even sassy. I just thought it was a really funny delivery. Yeah. It is a bit sassy. It is a little like, bit sassy. She's like, oh, oh, girl, spill the tea. <laughs> right. Right. And next we have. Welcome. You've got mail. 
our 90s moment. Mine is um, the phone off the hook. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You can just like literally disconnect your phone. Yeah, you can't do that now. No, I mean, you, you can, but like it has different implications. You have to like, like turn your phone off, but then you can also just turn it back on. Yeah. But like taking the phone off the hook was just like, I just take like five minutes to myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I yeah. needed a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> My 90s moment is um, the way Skinner uses Mulder's Rolodex to copy Marita Kovarubis' information, mm-hmm. but like just like the really casual way he just like spins it. Like it's just yes. like such a normal thing to do, which is obviously not, we don't have them anymore, but like just the way he's just like, Broop. oh, Kovarubis, Marita, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, writing it down. Like <laughs> it was just like yeah. so funny to me yeah well it's like that's a man who's used to rotoledex yeah that's like his normal business like he's a business dude like he's i mean he's not a business dude but he's like a higher mm-hmm. up exec in the fbi so he's yeah. like a business dude you know and it's like yeah exactly he's used to using his rolodex mm-hmm. do you remember that um that comment about on the americans they had to talk i can't remember if it was it was kedrick or Ollie, but like one mm-hmm. of the kids tried to use the calculator like a phone like you would text and they were like no 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 it's the 80s you need to put that down and use your finger i feel like that was probably like kedrick <laughs> you're like yeah, okay henry use this calculator and he's just like boop, 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 with his thumbs and they're like no you need to use your index finger yeah like no one would type like that <laughs> it just makes me think of that blooper whenever they're like sitting at the table like doing their taxes or whatever and she's just like punching random numbers and is like you get that <laughs> <laughs> got that number <laughs> I love that <laughs> so I didn't initially have this episode on our list but I added it because mm-hmm. I was like I do really like this episode I think it's a fun mythology one and it it doesn't it does it's not like crucial to the rest of the story, but it's a nice like exploration of like Skinner, because like we know Mulder loves Scully, but like right. Skinner also willing to like put so much on the line for her is like really interesting. Yeah, I I love that. I mean, it shows that like people care about Scully <laughs> in a way they don't care about Mulder, which is kind of funny, but like <laughs> also very true. Like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I think it's really sweet that Skinner made this deal with Cigarette Smoking Man, even though it was obviously a bad deal and probably mm-hmm. not even necessary. But, yeah. And it's it's nice to have someone else. Like, Frank Spannitz wrote for this too, but like mm-hmm. to have Howard Gordon, who I think did some minor like mythology before, but this is... Like, letting someone else take a crack at the mythology. Like, right, yeah. that's not really sustainable for, like, long-term storytelling. Mm-hmm. So that's why this kind of works as, like, a half mythology, yeah. half Monster of the Week kind of <laughs> episode. Yeah. Just, like, let's see what the bees have been doing. What are the bees up to? And <laughs> yeah, so I kind of just chose it because I was like, yeah. yeah, we could talk about this. This is worth <laughs> talking about. Um, Did you have anything else to add? Um, not really. Like, it is kind of, like, definitely, like, a weird mythology episode where it's just, like, you... The bees are just, like, so funny to me. Like, obviously, we we know (laughs) about them from previous mythology episodes, but it's just 
the premise of this episode is kind of hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of funny to see a mythology episode that is trying to be very serious, like very serious, <laughs> that kind of just has the opposite effect a little bit. Like it's like yeah. kind of just like funny and enjoyable because it's trying to take itself so seriously, but it just like, you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I take it seriously. Don't listen to her, everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) But it is just like, I wish wish they had this lightness to them sometimes. Right. The mythology, when when they get so bowed down, it's just like, let's just have some energy going on here. Yeah. So, and I do feel a little bad because there are like other Skinner-specific episodes we just didn't watch Mm -hmm. because like, I don't think they're bad, but I don't think, I think they're solid, but like, not extraordinary mm-hmm. and none of them felt so crucial so it was also nice to have a, a yeah. skinner centric episode it is so that was our episode this week and if you'd like to follow us on twitter we are condensed truth on twitter and if you'd like to email us condensed truth pod at gmail.com we're pretty close to the end of season four we have like two more episodes and so if you have any questions you'd like to ask for our bonus episode well, let us know we haven't planned yeah. it out yet so any questions comments any suggestions on what to watch I have not really given it much thought I don't know what I'm gonna watch yet <laughs> um, maybe something like a I really liked talking about the Simpsons episode so maybe we'll find another show and watch mm-hmm. an episode next time we are talking season 4 episode 23 demons we'll have a guest on uh, this is also one I kind of like put a hat on and then I took off and then I added mm-hmm. back. So that'll be fun to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. I hope everyone got a good, nice look at Skinner. Just really satiate. If Scully isn't going to be there, you need some sassy right. person with the last name that starts with S. Exactly. And that's what Skinner is. Yeah. And he looks hot too. So he's got shout so- out to him. Such good fits in this episode. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. They really popped off. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, we will... Everyone have a nice week. And... Oh, I did want to say, I almost forgot. I did want to say... This will be several episodes after, so it'll feel weird. But I forgot to mention... Thank you to everybody for being so nice about our little break. Yes. It was nice to have a little break. We had to sort some stuff out. And then we're back. (laughs) We're back. <laughs> Thank you for your patience, everyone. Yes. And we are we are getting close to the end. We're like ha- over halfway done. And it's been really fun. Yeah. And we will we will continue. We will soldier on. So yes, that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> so bye. Bye.